0: Let's mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Uh, What to do and how to overcome uh, being too comfortable or even worse, uh, laziness. So I don't know if you're in a, a pretty decent career or things just aren't bad enough for you yet, or maybe you just struggle with the motivation. Uh, And I'm uh, hearing more and more people say things like this. It's not just people who are um, skint and destitute who want to change their life. Often people are trapped because they've got a good job, but they've also got mortgage and kids and car loans and, and not enough pain. Sometimes people don't have enough pain in their life to make a change. So if you can relate to feeling comfortable or at times lazy and unmotivated, then I've got maybe 12 points here that I've made for you, which I think could really help you. Um, And I think that the saying that comes to mind the most, I wish I knew who who made this quote, because it's a brilliant quote. And that is, um, who is the easiest person to lie to? Now, of course, the answer is yourself. You are the easiest person to lie to. And because of that, you will always make an excuse or a story or a reason um, for not pursuing your dreams. I was going to say genes, not getting into your genes, (laughs) not pursuing your dreams. Um, for not making difficult decisions in the short term, which you know would be better in the long term, not chasing uh, the career that you really want to do, not getting out of the situation that you're in because you can always make a story, but others will not put up with that. So my first main point is to get accountability from external sources. Uh, That could be coaches, mentors, a psycho friend. Imagine having David Goggins as a friend, you know, like, don't hit the news button! Uh, you know, the people who you know won't let you off the hook. People who know you well, who maybe have got a bit of permission from you to give you some cold, hard truths and not um, listen to your bullshit, if you like. Um, obviously, paid mentors um, or coaches. Coaches and mentors are slightly different. A mentor will probably give you their experience, but maybe not hardcore accountability. Whereas a coach will probably offer accountability services. Um, a peer group, a mastermind. Um, A a positive inspired network, even just maybe a a, a social network on Facebook, for example. My Facebook supporter program, we've got over 2000 um, members who, you know, are very committed and accountable to each other. We have WhatsApp groups. We have social meetups. We have business meetups. Um, So I think that's the most fundamental, which is why I've shared it first. I believe that the single easiest way to get something hard done is to actually uh, get yourself out of the equation and get yourself out of the way. Uh, and get other people uh, committed to your results. Now, if you've paid them, they're committed to your results and you're committed to you doing what they say because you've paid them. So the problem with free advice is it's worth every penny. Um, So yeah, be careful of just leveraging stuff for free and not having that uh, hardcore accountability and commitment. Um, Okay, so the next thing I think to think about, my second point would be that um, whilst it might seem comfortable now, And whilst it might be easier to be lazy or unmotivated now, what will happen if things keep going on the trajectory that they're on? So the problem at the moment for people who are comfortable or lazy um, and just can't quite get motivated is it's not quite bad enough yet. But if your kids got kidnapped and you had a mission to raise £100,000 in the next 30 days or you never get your kids back, it's done. You know it's done unless you have your kids, in which case you just, yeah, have them, give me the free time back. But in reality, you know it's done. You wouldn't even question it. And you'd get resourceful. And this is the problem as well. Like human beings are so resourceful, but the resourcefulness is latent within them. And the resourcefulness only really comes to the fore when you are back against the wall or you're on the floor. So if you can get some resourcefulness out of you, that creativity, that cheekiness, that bravado, that, that persistence, you know, that I'm not taking no for an answer, that whole attitude, which you know you've got. You've had that in something you're passionate about in something that you're committed to. When you're on mission, you know you've had that. But you, tapping back into that is really a really powerful tool for you to get um, the results that you want. So you kind of got to trick yourself. And one of the ways to do that is to go, all right, I might be comfortable now, but what happens if I stay in this job for another 10 years? What happens if I stay in this marriage or this relationship or this partnership for another 10 years? What happens if I don't um, get down to the gym or make a, a change in my diet for another 10 years? Because I think um, it was... The Slight Edge, Jeff Olson, I think I read in The Slight Edge, eating a pizza today is not going to make you over, uh, overweight and clog your arteries. But eating a pizza, a sloppy one, a greasy one, three times a day for the next three years, that's going, you're going to cause you health problems. Just like eating one salad now isn't going to make you super fit, but eating three salads a day for three years is going to make a big difference. So think about the compounded difference and the momentum going forward many years and how it will be And by the way, that works in reverse when you're trying to do something positive. um, You know, you're investing or, um, you know, you're in a new career and you're hustling away and you think it's not happening quick enough yet. But you don't plant a seed and come back the next day and go, well, where's my fucking tree? I don't have a fucking tree. I've been scammed. There is no fucking tree. Where's my fucking tree? Of course, you wouldn't say that. You'd expect it to grow the the roots. You'd expect it to take time um, and it takes the time it takes. So does success. Um, so in reverse, you wouldn't expect things to be too good too soon. Um, so maybe you need to try and imagine them being bad sooner to create more pain, because I think the problem with people who are comfortable or lazy is there's not enough pain. And I was like almost went bust in 2005. I was in 50,000 pounds of consumer debt. I was embarrassed. I remember I um, was dating this girl, and she had to pay for me to go out all the time because I couldn't afford to pay. Now she didn't mind doing it, but I felt so embarrassed and humiliated, and I didn't feel like a man. So much so, actually, that um, we split up in the end. um, And uh, I think what about six months later, um, and we weren't in touch really. I just um, put a check in an envelope and posted it in the door, and I like I think I paid her two or three thousand pounds. And I just thought that's everything you ever bought for me, and I gave it back because I felt so guilty about it. I felt so shamed. Um, so, you know, my situation got pretty bad um, and I couldn't afford to do anything. And if it had been two or three more weeks, I'd have gone bust. So I went to some property networking events. I got myself out there. I hustled a bit of art and sold a bit. I met my business partner and things changed. Um, and I got into property and I bought 20 properties in my first year because it was pain. So don't you've got to imagine it being worse than it is if you're comfortable and lazy. All right. Next thing is the, the quote that I guess I'm most known for. Um, is if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And so the enemy of um, success and the enemy of results and the enemy of greatness is comfort and laziness. So you have to take some risks. Now, you may be in that paradoxical situation where you're scared to take a risk, but if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. You're scared of uh, losing what you hold on to very dearly. So you don't take any risks. So in the end, you lose more. So you've got to start taking some risks, whether it's uh, some financial investments or some investing in yourself. Or, you know, going down to two or three days a week and starting a new venture or selling or public speaking or putting yourself in a vulnerable position or being uncomfortable because now you're the student and you feel out of control and um, you know, to some degree weak and behind other people. But remember, every master was once a disaster and every winner was once a beginner. It's always wise to remember that. OK, so um, I've written here. I've kind of already covered this. I've got some, my notes in the background, so I don't just completely go off on tangents, though I do ramble a little bit. Um So uh, uh, you've got to create some fear. You've got to put the fear of God into you. You've got to um, imagine that you you cannot sit and wait and get comfortable and lazy and say tomorrow. Because tomorrow, as you know, never comes. How do you get fear into you? You might have a bet with someone that you don't want to lose. You might have a challenge publicly. um, And, you know, you don't want the shame of not taking the actions because you made a public declaration. Um, You could create a shorter time frame where you need to. Get out of the situation that you're in, the job, the relationship, you know, or whatever. Um, a bit of staying in your mind and start thinking about if you don't make changes, uh, what will it be? And who will I become and who would I not have been? Um, you know, the, the people talk a lot about the, the big life regrets. Um, and, and maybe you need to think about some of the things you'll regret in life if you don't do the things you know you should do. OK, next then um, is actually just to try some new stuff, um, because I think a lot of people fear... Taking decisive action uh, through comfort and laziness is because they don't really know what to do, or they want to wait until they're they're, they're perfectly placed and ready to do the thing before they do the thing. Um, and what they they don't have that part in the in the in the middle, which is to test. And um, I think that most things are a test. My podcasts are a test. My lives are a test. My contents a test. Um, my decisions are a test. Uh, if they're wrong, I can write them. Um, as long as they're not, you know, unethical to others or illegal, of course. Um, So why don't you just go out there and be a bit more experimental? Uh, I always think um, test, review, tweak, repeat, scale. Test, review, tweak, repeat. Test, review, tweak, repeat. Test, review, tweak, repeat, scale. So try some stuff. Try some business models. Um, Read some books. Go on some courses. Try some new hobbies. Um, Date for a bit while you're single. While you can, um, uh, and, and, and see what's out there uh, because you might just fall, fall upon something that you have a huge passion for um, that makes you feel alive uh, which is comfortably uncomfortable um, and you want to take risks in uh, and you don't feel that you could even be lazy about because you're in flow and on mission so much okay next thing then and, and I um, disagree with some people when they talk about comfort they say you know get out of your comfort zone you've got to get uncomfortable um, well to a point I would say So if you get too uncomfortable, you'll create emotional pain, which will then be a trigger for the future. And that'll be pain that you'll avoid at all costs. So I don't think you should do things that are ridiculously uncomfortable because you could create bad emotional memory um, and some emotional baggage. So I think a a smart play to get out of your comfort zone and laziness is to get progressively uncomfortable, not aggressively uncomfortable. Take small baby incremental steps of uh, discomfort So if you like want to get over your fear of public speaking or putting yourself out there and you absolutely freeze, do a one minute video and do a pre-record. And then when you've done a few of them and you probably edited them five times or retaken them 10 times because you're a perfectionist and you finally put it out (gasps) there, then do a one minute live and then do a five minute live Um, or do a pre-recorded podcast. And then before you know it, you're like me sitting in bed, um, just um, free. Well, I've got some notes. so I'm not just freewheeling. Um, but yeah, you, you, you'll just build the confidence and, and you'll build your capacities. You'll build your th- the thickness of your skin. Um, so I've heard people say, one of my mentors once said to me, um, the brain once expanded can't retract to its original position. You can't unsee what you see. Um, And and imagine like someone running down the street naked and you saw it and then they put their clothes on and said to you, I'll just imagine that you didn't see me. Nothing to see here. You know, um, move on, move along. You can't unsee their bits flapping around all over the place. Um, And your brain can't unlearn what it's already learned. So when you go and put yourself slightly more incrementally, progressively uncomfortable, your brain stretches a bit, stretches a bit, stretches a bit, stretches a bit, stretches a bit and it can't go back. And so you build this good rejection proof and you build this persistence and you build this. Um, this charm and this charisma to taking risks. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. And on the last podcast episode, I said to you that we're going to test working with a new sponsor, a sponsor I really believe in. And this is that special announcement. I wrote in my book, Life Leverage, about leveraging your time. Let's be honest, no one is getting less busy. And two things that have really changed my life in terms of information and the speed of information is audiobooks on two times speed and podcasts like this. But there's a company, I believe, that are really changing the game. They're called Blinkist, and they condense the best books into 15-minute summaries. Blinkist have an ever-growing library. I personally really like Sapiens. I also like Start With Why by Simon Sinek, and I think you will like it when all my books are on there. So right now, for a limited time, Blinkist have a special offer that I've agreed with them just for my podcast listeners. You need to go to Blinkist.com slash Rob to start your seven-day trial. And Blinkist is spelt B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. That's Blinkist.com forward slash Rob to start your seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com forward slash Rob. Right, let's get back into the episode. Okay, next then is to actually think, okay, I'm comfortable and I'm lazy. How can I actually embrace that and leverage that? By outsourcing. So get other people to do the shit that you don't want to do. Have a VA, have a PA, um, use online resources where you can pay people per hour, you can pay people per design um, and get help um, and, and leverage other people. You know, maybe hire someone as an ops manager um, to manage uh, some of your team so you don't have to manage it. So sometimes actually being lazy and comfortable is good if you think laterally and think, well, if, if you want something done, instead of the traditional thinking, which is, well, oh, if you want something done properly, do it yourself. In fact, think if you want something done, give it to someone who's good at it. Give it to someone who likes doing it. Give it to someone who I can pay a small fee who will be in flow and get it done better than me. So doing joint ventures, building a team, outsourcing and leveraging is actually a really good antidote for comfort and laziness. Um, and I must admit, I, I do that from time to time. And then I feel like, oh, it's just a bit lazy there. I should have done that myself. But then I think, no, why should I have done it myself? Is it what I'm supposed to be doing? Is it completely in flow with me? If it's not, someone else can do it. Okay, next then, and this is probably the one that's maybe the deepest um, for you, is be honest with yourself what you're scared of. So I think people who are comfortable or lazy, often underneath it, they're scared of something. Maybe they're scared of um, shame, embarrassment, being judged, failing, mistakes, the ego, the pride, um, you know, the hurt, the feeling of vulnerability. There's lots of things people are scared of when they're comfortable or lazy. And then they become flippant and they, they, they lash out and they blame people and they get defensive when in reality underneath they're usually hurt. Now, there's another great saying which I like, and again, I wish I knew whose quote this was, but hurt people hurt people. So often when people are comfortable and lazy, it's because underneath the pride, the shame, the embarrassment, the ego, the failure, the judgment, the, the you know, the worry about the mistakes, um, the keeping up with the Joneses, all of those. So if you're honest about what they are, you know, what are you really scared of and you kind of... Embrace that, or accept that—that's human. Because, by the way, everything that you fear, every human being fears. It's not better for anyone else. It's just different levels. I used to think as I got better at things, those emotions would go away. They don't go away. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I've I've been rejected by people my whole life, and and I probably could get rejected by a certain type of person, and it now not bother me. But if I got rejected really publicly, or got rejected by like a, a superstar for my or or whatever. I might still feel those feelings of being rejected all the way back from when I was a child. So uh, every human being is the same because you know we're designed to survive. So the, the emotions of of pain and control, uh, you know, are stronger than the, the the pleasure emotions. Okay, then two more. So one is to just ask for help. I mean, it just goes so, so, sometimes, it's so sometimes it's so simple. Sometimes it's so simple. You're struggling. You're comfortable. You're lazy. Ask someone to help. Now, some people are good at asking for help. Uh, and that's why they're lazy. Other people are terrible at asking for help for the reasons mentioned before, pride, ego, you know, whatever, um, judgment. Um, but there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Uh, and I like to ask for help for people a lot um, because, one, um, I don't have to do it. Duh. Two, Two, um, I-, I can create economy because I can pay people and they can do things. I can create economy and create extra taxation. I can create extra uh, flow of uh, GDP locally. Um, three, they're probably better than me at it. Four, I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like it. There's loads of reasons why you should ask for help. One thing I did learn about myself, though, because I am good at asking for help. But in areas where I perceive, people perceive me to be strong and sorted. Oh, Rob's got that sorted. Not so many areas probably, but, you know, it might be advising entrepreneurs or I mean, it might be my mindset, for example. People perceive that, you know, I've got that all figured out and I'm, I'm a go-to person for that to, for some people. If I'm struggling in that area where I'm not, I'm supposed to be known to be good I do actually struggle for for help asking for that because I'm supposed to be good at it. But, you know, every coach is a coach. Um, Yeah. Uh, You know, and everyone who's, um, there's just all different levels and we all go through these different seasons and cycles, don't we, where even a mindset coach can need help with their own mindset because sometimes they struggle because sometimes they have a lot of rejection or the money's not coming in or they have a really significant emotional event in their lives that just throws them and surprises them. So ask for help. And then finally is maybe your routine's all all out. Maybe you haven't got the right routine for you. Maybe you're comfortable and lazy because, you know, your your routine has allowed you to be that. So you need to create a new routine with some discipline, with some uh, accountability. You need to break some old habits and some old comfort zones. Get up earlier and get your work done earlier and, and isolate yourself from distractions and turn off social media um you know and work in batches of of time but go deep and not go thin and not be overwhelmed and distracted and not have 15 different devices and and windows open the whole time so i wrote a book called routine equals results which really helps people um create a, an ideal routine to probably get two five even ten times as much done in the same amount of time by putting things in the right time of the day by tracking your energy highs and lows and ebbs and flows and the foods that you eat and the the meetings and responsibilities you have with others and your key result areas and your income-generating tasks and the things that you like to do, like your key life areas and your hobbies and your passions and your fitness and your health and your family and weaving it all in and you actually can do much more of it than you think and you don't have to make the sacrifices that you think. You just need a better routine with more discipline to stick to it and then the the accountability. So final summary, because I'm told people like the summaries, uh, are some ways to get rid of comfort and laziness. Get accountability from others. I don't know if you can hear that rain. It is hammering it down. I just did a 90-minute walk out in the rain, and it was awesome. Get accountability from others—a mentor, a psycho friend, a coach, a peer group, a mastermind. Um, don't lie to yourself and give the responsibility to other people because you're the easiest person to sell yourself short on a story. Um, next thing is, um, it might be comfortable now, so you need to imagine it being uncomfortable in years to come. You need to create more pain and fear in yourself so that you don't stay comfortable and lazy. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. So try some new stuff. Experiment, test, tweak, review, repeat, test, tweak, review, repeat. Don't get aggressively uncomfortable. It could backfire. Get progressively uncomfortable. Take baby steps. Um, build layers of rejection proof. Build layers of, of comfort and strength. Um, leverage, your outsour- uh, leverage and outsource your laziness and comfort by getting other people to do stuff, giving jobs to other people, joint ventures, building a team, outsourcing, hiring, insourcing, etc., asking for help. Uh, Be honest with yourself about what's underneath the comfort and the laziness. Is it um, fear? Is it ego? Is it pride? Is it fear of failure, mistakes, judgment, ridicule, vulnerability, etc.? And then finally, create a new routine and discipline, um, which is more, um, what would be the word? It just more fits with the new life that you want to have. Get up a bit earlier. Work through lunch if you've got a job, for example. You know, work some evenings and weekends. Go do 10 viewings on a weekend if you're a property investor, for example. You can make it happen. Get off social media if you're on there too much. Stop wasting time. Stop um, task jumping from loads of different things and start going deeper and more focused. Okay, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, This has been um, How to Overcome Laziness and Comfort. I've been requested this content a lot. So I hope it helps. If you think it's been useful, please do share it with others. Whether you're watching on the LinkedIn Live, please do share this with other people on LinkedIn if you think they could benefit from it. Or if you're listening to my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, please do share the podcast because I think that that my work can help a lot of people and I don't charge for all of my content that I put online. Um, And hey, look, if we can help one person each, then we're doing good work. So thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.